How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, we're going to discuss Frankie Montas going down, you know, the shoulder inflammation injury that will keep him out for the first month of the season. Who can supplement him? You have a dynamic young pitcher in mind who's really primed for a breakout campaign. He's giving me, like, Michael King vibes from last year. He's giving me vibes of, like, Ron Marinaccio just bursting onto the scene and having a dominant performances. And we all think, I think, well, at least Ryan and I think Clark Schmidt could be a really nice impact piece for this squad next year. And not only just a bullpen role, but helping to supplement some starting deficiencies as well. With Montas going down, there's a conversation we want to have with you guys regarding, do you go with Schmidt or do you go with Domingo Herman? You know, there's a lot of different ways the Yankees can go about supplementing this loss. And obviously it's not ideal considering Montas got injured during the offseason, which really sucks. But we do have a lot of faith in Schmidt. We do have a lot of faith in his capabilities. And we have some really good metrics. And Ryan just wrote a tremendous article on the ESM website. So go check that out if you want to learn more about his style, his game, and what kind of you know quality he brings to the mound and what he's going to do this upcoming year for this Yankee team. But Ryan, before we dive into Clark Schmidt, this dynamic young pitcher that has so much left to offer, how you do tonight, my friend? I'm doing great. I think we can both agree after yesterday. I mean, it, it is it is pretty easy to be doing uh, well if you're a New Yorker. Uh, you know, as per usual, Minnesota team loses to a New York team in the playoffs. It's uh, something that's universal if you're a Giants fan and a Yankees fan, I guess. Uh, but Clark Schmidt is someone who I view as, you know, he's not someone that's going to go out and, uh, you know, be an ace. I don't think anyone's sitting here like, oh man, he's got to go out and be like Garrett Cole part two or whatever it may be. Uh, but Clark Schmidt has a lot of uh, a lot of aspects to his game and, and a lot of metrics from last year, underlying metrics that would suggest he could be pretty darn good next year. Um, and, you know, as you mentioned, Montas is down, so the Yankees are going to need a fifth starter. And I know a lot of people view Domingo Herman as the favorite. He's the incumbent because he was the spot starter, the fifth starter last year after Montgomery was traded. But quite frankly, I view the situation as Clark Schmidt is the better pitcher, right? If we look at, you know, kind of what goes into making a pitcher sustainably good, you know, if you're projecting results for 2023, what are key things to look at? Um, and, and one of those key things are your ability to get swings and misses and prevent walks. So strikeout to walk percentage is a really important stat. I, I talked about this in a Garrett Cole article I wrote uh, not too long ago discussing, you know, the importance of that metric and how reliable and how it's, it's a great indicator of how good a pitcher actually is. Um, and, you know, a lot of things that go into strikeouts have to do with getting swings and misses and called strikes. And while Clark Schmidt's strikeout to walk percentage was league average last year, it was better than Domingo's Her Domingo Hermans. And the key number here is his called strike plus whiff percentage was well above league average. It was 30.2%. That just looks at, again, called strikes and then swings and misses. That number has a really strong correlation with strikeout percentage. Schmidt last year only had a 23.9% strikeout percentage. But if you look at his second half, if you look at, you know, his second stint uh, after getting called back up in July, he started using his slider more, his strikeouts went up, batters started chasing more, his called strike plus whiff percentage went up, his strikeout rate, rate went up, his peripherals were better, his FIP, his XFIP, his skill interactive ERA, his ERA was still pretty strong. Schmidt's a guy who's going to be able to generate strikeouts in a much higher clip than Herman can. And if we're looking at ground ball rates, neither pitcher is necessarily excellent at generating ground balls, though if you look at Schmidt's profile, being a sinker slider guy definitely makes him someone that can go out and get ground balls at a pretty high level. We've seen this in the minor leagues. We've seen this uh, in previous, uh, you know, little bursts of major league action before 2022, where he was a pretty, uh, he was pretty good at getting the ball on the ground. Quite frankly, if I'm looking at what makes a pitcher good, it's managing contact and getting swings and misses. And Clark Schmidt is significantly better than Domingo Herman at that. 
right? Um, I understand 361 ERA for Herman last year, but a lot of that was with questionable sustainability. His strikeout rate was under 20%. His walk rate was under 40%. Typically, pitchers who categorize under those two numbers don't perform very well. So it's hard for me to expect that someone who doesn't get strikeouts and gives up a lot of contact in the air is going to go out and have a really strong ERA next year. Run prevention comes down to your ability to control, uh, it comes down to your ability to control outcomes and, and do so in a sustainable way. And if you think about it, you know, if you're, if you're uh, a lineup, you go out there and you don't strike out a lot and you put the ball in the air a ton, you would say that's a successful offense. You would say that's, an, that's a model, an ideal offense. So why do we want a pitcher on the mound who doesn't get strikeouts and gives up fly balls? I'd rather have Schmidt, and I think his stuff is also a lot better as well. Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at Schmidt, as you mentioned, he used that slider a lot more last season. He saw a big, big increase. So if you look at 2021, he threw a slider at 18.2%. That ballooned to 38% this past season, generated a uh, 183 batting average, um, a 41% whiff rate, 26.2% put away rate. You look at his numbers in general, they've just gotten better every single season. 2020, 574 XERA, a 711 ERA. Then it goes to 568 in 2021, and last year finishes at 312. Um, tremendous strikeout rate also improving from 21.2%. Now it's at 23.7%. His walk rate has dipped from 15.2% to 9.7%. His game has consistently gotten better year in and year out. And that's what you want to see from pitchers specifically. He's only 26 years old, guy. You know, this is a player who only has 1.1 years of service time. He's a free agent in like five years from now. He's a really, really good player for this team. That could be a long-term solution as a spot starter and bullpen piece. But a reliance on that slider seems to be what's increased his quality so much, um, as you kind of mentioned here. And it, it gets a lot of movement, too. That slider gets 60% more uh, horizontal movement than the average pitcher. And his curveball gets 94% more horizontal movement than the average pitcher. So looking at the the way he throws this pat, the, these um, throws these balls, it's just a tremendous difference um, than what we've seen in the past from him. The spin rates are up significantly. If you look at his slider, it's actually pretty insane, Ryan, to see his slider in 2021 generated negative 143% horizontal movement. The Matt Blake school of thought, you know, train of thought, has him using that sweeping slider a lot more. He didn't really have that level of sweeping um, with the slider in 2021 that completely changed that pitch for him, and it looks to be uh, making a big difference. Now, even his curveball, 94% horizontal movement um, above the average, and then in 2021 is only 70%. So you're seeing his slider, his curveball, and his four-seam fastball all improving pretty significantly across the board, specifically the slider and curveball. So, you know, when you're looking at him this upcoming season and, and the way that he's activated this kind of sweeping action, um, how do you think that they'll attack him in terms of what do you think his pitch usage will be? How Do you think they'll continue to have him throw that slider more? Or do you think they'll kind of even out at around 38% where they, where they finish this year? Yeah, so, um, you know, Clark Schmidt increased his slider percentage, actually became a slider first guy uh, in that in that stint I mentioned, his second time getting called up. He comes back up in July, uh, and he became a really heavy slider pitcher. Um, and I think that, as you mentioned, you know, that's his best pitch, in my opinion. Outside, you know, you could argue it's a knuckle. You could argue it's knuckle cur curveball, but it's hard to use a curveball like that on such high volume. So the slider is probably the pitch he has the more comfort with. In terms of stuff plus, it's one and two. His curveball is the best pitch in his arsenal in that regard, but his slider is right there as number two. Uh, and, you know, again, usage definitely matters here. I imagine if you bumped up the usage of the knuckle curveball, its efficiency would go down. Uh, the slider is a high usage, high, uh, high volume pitch that generates a ton of strikeouts. I think he's going to continue to have that approach in 2023. 
Um, one big thing he's going to need to work on is generating, uh, out, getting outs against left-handed batters. Left-handed batters really, really gave Schmidt trouble in 2023 and a lot in 2022, and a lot of that has to do with how his profile is. You know, if you look at a sweeping slider, um, that's going to have a lot of more horizontal. That's going to be more focused on horizontal movement. Uh, that's going to succeed a lot against right-handed hitters, right? You think down and away, that'll work against them. But horizontal movement has a lot less success against left-handed hitters if you're a right-handed pitcher. So you need to have more of that dropping action, which is where his curveball comes in. But, you know, if you look at that vertical kind of thinking more north-south with south with left-handed batters, Schmidt doesn't necessarily have that high-rising fastball. He doesn't have a high-spinning four-seam fastball, but he isn't very spin-efficient. So you're not going to see a Garrett Cole, you know, riding fastball up in the zone or Carlos Rodon's fastball up in the zone or, like, a, even a Severino or a Cortez-type fastball where, you know, again, he gets that riding action, you throw it up in the strike zone, you go get a swing and a miss. That's not what Schmidt's four-seam fastball is necessarily capable of doing. So he needs to kind of play around with his uh, vertical deception a little bit more, um, you know, whether it's commanding the changeup a little bit more, whether it's, you know, locating his fastball up in the zone a little bit more consistently and using his curveball as kind of that out pitch and the fastball is just kind of a, a, a show pitch to set up that curveball. There are plenty of successful pitchers who have, you know, who have high spinning fastballs that aren't spin efficient or just have fastballs that just like Clark Schmitz doesn't get a lot of carry. Uh, you think of Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray. Both of them had strong run values on those pitches and both of them are successful major league pitchers. Um, I think Sonny Gray is a pretty good comp for Clark Schmidt in terms of just profiles that both of them have high spinning fastballs and rely on their breaking balls a lot more than their fastballs because they're forcing their fastballs get a lot of spin but they don't generate a ton of movement um quite frankly uh i, I look at clark schmidt as someone who as you said with the slider, that's a big part of what he's going to do, but he's going to need to change some things up with left-handed hitters if he wants to be more than just a pretty good pitcher. Uh, you know, one big thing that I think could be a, a huge uh, shift for him could be maybe using a cutter. I know he mentioned in an article he did with Fangraphs prior to the 2021 season that he was trying to focus more on getting right on his four-seam fastball, which is carry, again, elevated fastballs up in the zone instead of getting cut on his fastball because his four-seam fastball was cutting. Um, and since he made that shift, uh, he could potentially shift back to that, not with his four-seam fastball, but with a cutter, right? He's someone who doesn't get efficient spin. So again, not a lot of his spin is going towards movement, right? That's that We would categorize that as active spin percentage. It's on StatCast, on Baseball Savant. It's it's accessible to anyone. Um, if it's below 90% for a full four-seam fastball, typically that isn't great, uh, but... That does mean that because you're not getting a lot of movement from your spin, you are a candidate to rely on air flows to get movement. So uh, how the seams react with the air, that seam-shifted wake, that's different from spin-induced movement. I know David Cohn talks a ton about uh, seam-shifted wake. Nestor Cortez is a guy who has a nasty cutter. That's not because of spin. That's because of uh, airflow, and that's because of seam-shifted wake. Uh, so we could see Cortez, uh, not Cortez, Schmidt, uh, potentially add a cutter to his mix. Um, he's had some sort of cutting fastball prior. He does naturally, as you mentioned with the slider, he has a sweeper. So he's a naturally able to supinate the baseball, which is that rotation like this. That's what you're getting around the ball. That's more of that slider cutter action. Um, I definitely do like what Clark Schmidt can bring to the table, but he does need to make some tweaks to make sure he's sustainably very good uh, for 2023. And then, as you mentioned, potentially for the future. Yeah, I mean, look, we are optimistic regarding Clark Schmidt, what he can do for this team. He's going to serve a big purpose for us. You know, obviously he can do a lot in the starting rotation, but he can also serve as a really, really great piece in the bullpen. I, I think he's going to take on a much more prominent role going into 2023 as the season is set to begin in just about a month, guys. But would love to hear perspectives below on Clark Schmidt, what you think about him, how the Yankees should supplement the loss of Frankie Montas for the first half of the or first month of the year, really, um, and maybe a little bit more depending on how he rehabilitates because this is an injury that seems to be carrying over from the 2022 campaign. 
campaign. Uh, but right now, Schmidt, I think, is the best man for the for the option, or he's the best option uh, to help supplement that loss. And I'd love to hear perspectives below in the YouTube comments. As always, make sure to enjoy the rest of your day. Like and subscribe, as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.